Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think what you need to do is check whether you have anything in common with your so-called friends other than your mutual hatred of somebody else you consider to be a threat to your joy. Because if there's one thing that's a big killer of female relationships in particular, it's gossip. If you Speak can't see it. it, if you Speak can't say it. it to their face, you should not say it at all. Um, and I think it's also important here in talking about jealousy. I'm, I'm going to address some of you narcissistic babes out there too, because there are some of you that are confusing accountability as jealousy and you're narcissistic. Oh, oh it's narcissistic. Oh, no, 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 no. Because no, we no, had, no, no. yo, hello and welcome to the Team My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney and I'm Renee and we are your online big sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community community of sisters across the world and in today's conversation we're gonna be talking about what's killing the sisters <laughs> jealousy comparison competition all the trimmings ooh, ooh, the all the vices. trimmings did somebody say christmas meal <laughs> did somebody say thanksgiving dinner oh but these are the brussels sprouts these are gonna be hard to swallow ooh. Ooh. we're really coming through with the metaphor we are enjoying. we are wow i love <laughs> Wow, a learned podcast host, <clears throat> an educated one. But before we dive into that meaty, mighty meal, Ooh. oh, did you alliteration. alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> before we jump into that, we have a ding, ding, ding dilemma, baby. That's right, <laughs> and we've got a oh, a babes from the London. London town. Way, way, way. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. What's up, baby girl? Pew. What's up? <laughs> Just round the corner. <laughs> hey, sisters. I'm hey. from London and I just want to say how much I love your podcast. Thank they make you, my you. day. Thank you so much. My dilemma is short and simple. You okay. Have to see it. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> After a little warning that we gave the sisters. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel as though it resonates with a lot of people around my age. I'm 19. Lately, okay. I have been feeling very unfulfilled in my life. I'm struggling to figure out why. I have a part-time job. I'm a university student. I have great family and friends and I feel as though I am succeeding in many aspects of my life. Mm. Yet, I feel as though something is missing and I can't shake it. Okay. How do you guys go about moments of feeling unfulfilled? Do you have any advice? Thank you. Love you guys. Ooh. Love you too. Yeah. That is an interesting one because I think essentially ex- existential crisis. Yeah, it's given existential. Uh, it's giving. Um, it's something that can happen at any age. For and sure. I think even though like sis is 19, I think I experienced something like this when I was like 19, 20, okay. 20 21. Sure. Um, as if it, that wasn't just like yesterday. Uh, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Man, <laughs> um, I'm still having one We're now. Still, yeah. um, I think firstly, like in terms of what I do when I have moments of feeling unfulfilled, yeah. I actually inspect where I perceive or where I have put expectations um, 
for fulfillment. Yeah. Like what what do I think should actually fulfill me? And where have I actually put my value and where have I put um my expectations to find mm. things like happiness, mm. joy? Is it in my work? Yeah. Is it in my family? Is it mm. what have I made a priority um to me and what have I kind of put all my hope in? I think one thing that has aided me a lot in these times of like existential crises is faith and just being Christian and being able to to kind of get back to that point of centering myself and praying and feeling like, okay, what is life actually meant to be about? Mm. And I think it's it's easy to get to a point of, I'm doing all the things that conventionally seem right. I have great people around me, but there's still this feeling of emptiness. There's still this feeling of like, something's missing. There's, there's this hole that needs to be filled. And I think one great way to kind of move forward is not really expecting to gain happiness, but actually going to share it. So like actually serving community, actually taking time to invest um, and be with people who bring you joy, whether it's meeting new people or doing something that, um, that you can share with mm. other people. I think those moments of serving people and sharing, especially when you have the capacity to you, inspire new things within you. And I think they awaken new things within you. Yeah. Um, so I would say start there, like start in this place of, okay, let me assess the things that I have put my hopes in to bring me fulfillment. Why yeah. are they not fulfilling me? Where do I hope to be with them? Is it that my relationships aren't particularly fulfilling? Why is that? Is it that my work is not particularly fulfilling? Why is that? Mm -hmm. Um, But also let me reconnect with myself and my community and with God, if you are a person of faith um, and really examine the core tenets of the human experience, which is not just receiving, but also giving and maybe in giving, spending more time with other people, serving people, maybe less fortunate than I am, or being able to share my gifts, my talents and my passions with other people. I will also find that seed of inspiration again, and that little spark and fire of passion in my life. How about yourself, Miss Renee? I'm oh. interested to hear what you have to say. That was beautiful, Miss Courtney. As someone who lives a fulfilled life. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, I wouldn't say like, yeah, no, I feel, yeah, you I'm do. fulfilled. No, I am. Don't to... I'm happy. I'm content. <laughs> there you go. You know, and I think it's making that distinction between I'm fulfilled and I'm content. That doesn't mean that I'm not still like ambitious striving. or still striving 100%. towards things. I think, um, I love what you were saying about, you know, sharing happiness with people. Mm. Cause we often think about, oh, you know, me, 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 I need to feel happy. I yeah. need to feel like what is missing. But you know, sometimes it's in those moments of sharing happiness with other people that you find the most fulfillment. Yeah. I think the first thing to do as well is to actually understand what it means to you to feel fulfilled mm. because this whole idea of I'm unsatisfied, I'm unfulfilled. So what would fulfillment look, look like, like to you? What exactly. would satisfaction feel like? Can you identify points in your life where you have felt fulfilled mm. and satisfied? And I think for me, I was happy with the fact that you said moments of feeling fulfilled as opposed to persistent right. feelings of a feeling. Yeah, a persistent feeling of um, unfulfillment because that would signify an actual mental health issue, which, you know, not to say that this isn't a mental health issue, 100%. but that would signify a genuine, like, yeah. you might need to get treatment if yeah. you're persistently feeling down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually sit down with yourself and figure out like, what is it that you, what does fulfillment look like to you and feel like to you? Mm. It may not be any of the things that you've listed here. And I think it's challenging yeah. yourself to 
identifying these things and striving more towards it as opposed to just existing and going to with, mm. with the flow i think the moments of existential crisis comes when we simply exist mm. and we're not living mm. insofar as we're not actively pursuing things or we're not actively doing our best to really live present in moments so that good. are every day like Yes, you have a part-time job, but are you really present in it? Like, what is it about your part-time job that's not fulfilling? Is it something you actually want to do? If not, what would you rather do? Yeah. Um, you have great friends. That's cool. But then what is it? What elements of those relationships are unfulfilling to you? What do you expect? What do you want? What yeah. are you willing to give? Yeah. Um, and again, with your family as well. So do the exercise of identifying in these different areas of your life. What does fulfillment and satisfaction look like and feel like? And how can you align yourself or start to take the steps for you to get there? So true. Um, and I love the fact that you've already stated that, you know, you're extremely grateful. Gratitude mm. is important. Gratitude is the building block. It's the foundation for aspiration. It's the foundation for ambition. Mm. And a lot of people try and have ambition and aspirations and work towards things without being grateful or taking stock of what they have to build Definitely. with. Definitely. You cannot build a house when you're despising the building process yeah. or the building block. So continuing that, you know, grateful mindset and really think about the ways that you can manifest it. Like Courtney said, sharing that happiness and that gratitude with other people. Um, but yeah, also doing that introspective work. As we've stated, we're both women of faith. So even when it comes to, you know, feeling unfulfilled or feeling as though there's something missing, mm. sometimes it can be a spiritual element yeah. where it's, you actually do need something greater to connect to. Right. For us, it's God. Right. Um, so even doing that kind of work and inspecting, understanding, realizing, is it, what what areas are you feeling unfulfilled in mm. and where can you, start to identify steps towards fulfillment that you have articulated. Yeah, I think it's actually a really beautiful thing that you highlighted. Mm. The things that people uh, would consider fulfilling might not fulfill you. Yeah. And I think it's important, like you said, to actually align for myself, what does fulfillment at this time look like for me? Because people may be telling you, you have a great job, yeah. but it might not be the job you want. And whilst you are grateful to have it, right. it's not fulfilling you. Yeah. And I think it's it's really important actually to acknowledge that and yeah. to decide, yeah, I need something different or I just need to be more uh, connected to what it is I am presently doing because where I'm at is actually good. I just mm. need to make the most of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That is so, so good. Girl, you started it. Well then. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but sis, we hope that helps. Hope that helps. And um, we hope that your journey towards fulfillment and satisfaction is a positive one. And yeah. one full of growth. And yeah. one that allows you to reconnect to the deeper recesses of your mind. Taking, <laughs> taking it too far. Let's reel it back. Let's reel it back. But genuinely sending you lots of love, sis. And mm. thank you for your support. And yeah, we wish you all the best in this journey. We do. Moving on to the meaty bros. This is the mighty meaty on Domino's pizza. Oh, this is the, you I know. I've had Domino's in I ages. know. Wow. I know. Yeah. Oh, no. This is the, uh, you know, the meaty. Sorry to all the vegetarians, vegans, and vegetarians, <laughs> but this is the meaty ones because there's something about meat that just leaves you feeling mad, like, oh, heavy. That was a lot. I've processed a lot of hormones. <laughs> I've processed a lot. My body's done a lot to process this chicken. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is the chicken. This is the beef. And we're talking about jealousy, comparison, and competition. Yes, and um, start off the conversation, Miss Courtney. I have Hello. a question for you. Talk to me. 
I thought I would take it a little bit differently and ask you this. Okay. Do healthy versions of these things exist? In what sense? In the sense of when we think about competition, yeah. jealousy, comparison, yes. we often talk about them as negative things. Right. Is there such a thing as healthy jealousy? Yes. Healthy no, competition? Okay. Jealousy? No. <laughs> Talk to me. Because jealousy... Okay. Jealousy <laughs> is a point on a spectrum that is very far gone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. closer towards the sides of evil. I think... Not the green giant. But, but what also in, exists on that spectrum is things yeah. like ambition, mm-hmm. inspiration, mm-hmm. and like you're saying, comparison. And I think the further you etch towards... There are extremes on that spectrum. The further you etch towards unhealthy thoughts that are not inspected mm-hmm. and also that are that are left unchecked yeah. the closer you will find yourself getting towards jealousy yeah so i think it's more of a thing of if those three were on a spectrum it would be competition comparison jealousy mm. on the spectrum of from this is fine this is yeah. normal yeah, this yeah. is health this can be considered healthy mm-hmm. and the last stop being cis you're a danger to yourself and to so others. So far gone. So far gone. You need to really reel that in and inspect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where those bad feelings are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I say that is there can be healthy competition. Yeah. Being inspired by the women that you see and the women that are around you mm-hmm. to then look at yourself and think there is so much more that I could do. Yeah. Right. And then be healthily motivated, maybe with the help of those women to then explore what that more is, mm-hmm. I think is very healthy. Mm. I think in a, as we're building this uh, community of sisterhood and even within our own friendship, we've been able to see that dynamic of, hmm, you've been able to do that. And it has inspired me to now believe it to be possible for me. Yeah, yeah. Something that I never thought was possible. Mm. For example, when we're applying to uni, you were very much so, I have these grades, I can do it. Let me, not to say it was without like conscious uh, insecurities or things that had to be worked over, but you were very much so, I'm going to Oxford. That's what I'm aspiring for. Mm. Whereas I was kind of like, Ah, uni. Cool. Let's try that. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> but when I saw how hard you were gunning for and that, that you welcomed um, and very much believed in the reality of Oxford in your life, it inspired me to then believe it for myself. And that kind of, not competition, I wouldn't really frame that as competition, but I would frame it in the sense of you're in this lane, I'm in the lane next to you, you're aiming for that finish line, I'm going to aim for that too. And it's not about who's going to get there faster. Mm. It's just about are we getting there? Yeah, you know? And so I think you can be inspired. Mm. I think the the next step though that can be towards a more negative direction is then comparison. Yeah. Comparison, in my opinion, is more so what do you have that I don't have? Yeah. And what yeah. do I have that you don't have? Yeah. And I'm going to use that to kind of make me feel either better or worse about myself and also conceive of myself as more or less than than you Mm, do you get what i mean mm, mm, mm. so you have xyz or you've done xyz it must then mean that i am inferior to you it must then mean that i must feel discontent with my life and the stage that i am at yeah and i think that that's that's one thing that um can be very dangerous and i find that the former in terms of like competition Mm -hmm. is often seen as positive in the lives of men, for example, yeah. competition in the workplace, competition um, w- amongst them and their, their fellow men um, can often be seen as 
it's a it's a part of improving as a person improving your character mm. um, and improving your capabilities and your capacity whereas with women because it can easily become comparison yeah yeah it can tend to be like don't compete don't there's no point competing but at the end of the day we're all in a bit of a competition mm. right and so either you flip it and you say okay you know what I'm looking at what you have and I'm inspired by it and I'll actually give you your flowers and also sit in a place of admiration of you rather than thinking, why do you deserve that? And I don't, maybe you worked for it harder than I did. Mm. And so it's important to then not etch closer to the final point of jealousy, where you're actually looking into somebody's life and thinking, I deserve all of this. Why do they have that? I deserve it. The reason why that can be very, very tricky is it can often tend to evolve into things that are horrible, such as assassination oh. of character, oh. a despise for a person that you probably don't even oh. know. Oh, okay. An inability to actually get to know somebody's story yeah. and their own journey yeah. and to conceive of them as a person with emotion and mm. therefore have sympathy and empathy mm-hmm, for them, mm-hmm. but rather seeing them as almost like um, something in your way to your own happiness. Yeah. Something that is, especially if you have a scarcity mentality, mm-hmm. you can easily become jealous of other people yeah. because you believe they have taken something from you that you rightfully deserve. And because they have it, you cannot possess it. And I think that that's a really dangerous mindset to get yourself mm. into because it inhibits you from actually having flourishing relationships, especially with other women, which is the context of this conversation. Because how can I see you as a helper if I actually see you as an obstacle? Mm. How can I see you as somebody to journey with if I consider you to almost be a thief of my joy or a thief of what I believe to be rightfully mine? Even if you haven't, for Mm. example, if somebody is... they. You may have a job that I don't actually want, but the fact you earn 10 times as much as me, I now want that job. Mm. But you're better qualified for it. You've been praying for this. You've been working for this. You've been doing the work for this. I have not. However, because I have seen, because there is a a, a lack of fulfillment in my own life, I guess akin to the dilemma, not to say sis is going through this, um, because there is a lack of fulfillment in my own life, I am now envious of the lack of of the fulfillment that is in your life. And I it's almost like I think you have taken my fulfillment and now overdosed it into yours, leaving me in lack. When actually, have I been doing enough work or is this my season? And I think oftentimes because of the way patriarchal systems work, mm. women start off competing with one another. Mm. That competition, especially if you see certain women being not rewarded, but getting the things that you desire, you then start to compare yourself. What are they doing that I am not doing? And then it can easily become jealousy, especially if you do not do the work to just focus on your own path and you spend too much time staring at other people's lives. You start to think, I want exactly what you have without going through exactly what you've gone through. Give it to me now. That's what I would say. I would say that it it exists on a a spectrum. Spectrum. It can be healthy. Yeah. But it can be healthy. Healthy competition. Negative competition. Comparison. Mm. Jealousy. Evil. And the reason why I say evil is, have you ever experienced a jealous person? Yeah. 
it goes well past who does she think she is into I'm going to stop her from having what she has. Do you get what I mean? It becomes a murder of their character, a murder of their destiny. Like you, you become, you make yourself an obstacle in their life Mm. now because you perceive Mm. them an obstacle Mm. in yours and and an obstacle to your happiness. That's why I call it evil because we have a lot of women who will trip up other women because of jealousy the root of it is jealousy especially if you see the seed of something where mm. i'm going so off you see the seed of something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for example if you have a talent that i think is better than what i have and i'm not nurturing my talents and seeing the value in my talent yeah i will try to kill that talent as early as possible it's not nice don't do that because you then stop other as sisters right we often talk about the importance of having sisters around you yeah. and the influence they can have in your life that power if wielded negatively is also a really really bad force and that's why we are talking about it in this episode witch witch is giving big witch witchcraft energy Witchy. Come take but it, how about yourself ma'am oh girl you really gave it gave what was supposed to be given <laughs> i was even in my head I was no like, i was definitely rambling you're giving a nipple and a bite now you're giving a meal and you're giving me some dessert as well on the side <laughs> of all them things there but no i love your conceptualization of this thing as a spectrum mm. and i love the fact that you place jealousy at the extreme because i i genuinely also believe it's the most dangerous Ooh. right jealousy and to me like as you were speaking i was just thinking okay cool competition is this whole idea of there's a race that we're running yeah right? and we're all existing in certain lanes yeah. and you know there is a finish line but in competitions in you know the mega races there's multiple ones mm. okay and sometimes certain external forces as well as internal forces can cause us to think that there's only one lane which leads to comparison yeah and then when we get to comparison comparison is about you as in I internally, Mm. as you were saying, what does she have that I don't have? Um, Why is she doing better than me? And this is a me problem. But then if that is nurtured into jealousy, now it becomes, it's a them problem. You're the problem and it becomes a question of you actually undermining how Mm. deserving they are of the blessings in their life. Their life. And that's not for you to question. In fact, it's so funny because rather than being jealous, I think it really should, if we are going to put a cap on it or stop it mm. somewhere, comparison is probably where we should stop. Yes. A b- big fact. Where we should stop. Big Jealousy fact. is you need help. Yeah. Or like you need oh, to, you need to stop. You're, you're far gone. You're far and you need to read it. <laughs> You need to reel it in. Yeah. And I think making these distinctions are important because many of us are jealous without knowing it. Well, many of us are you know, comparing ourselves unnecessarily because we haven't realized that the competition is the Olympics. Yeah, It's not the hundred meters, it's the Olympics. Yes. There's a lot of different places that you can really show yes. your talent. A sprinter is not going to be um, diving with the swimmer. And they don't care. But because you're so set on seeing yourself as a hundred meter, meter sprinter, of course you will compare. And of course you will lose in this race in your mm. mind because you think there's only one lane. Yeah. And of course you will compare yourself because you keep on coming last in the scoreboard and then you become an obstacle and you start tripping up other people in a race you were never meant to run in the first place you weren't even meant to run you were meant to swim i love that we share the same brain you were meant to swim isn't that nuts i love that we share the same brain we do yeah you were meant to swim and you're here running and you're 
even like, that's why it's so evil because you're yeah. not even doing what you're meant. To, and that's why we're so into self-development when it yeah. comes to TMS. Because if you don't know yourself, if you don't have a firm grasp of your identity, if you don't spend time investing in yourself, how will you know whether this is the race that you were ordained for? You won't. And then you're running around in circles. Looking like a fool. Actually doing things you were not created to do. And, and I think that I love that you emphasize you need a degree of self-awareness for this. And the reason why we are talking about this is actually the concern is two ways. It's not just that you are a threat mm. to your sister. You're a threat to yourself. Right. If you're sitting there comparing yourself, we just did a whole episode about insecurities. Oftentimes the root of these things, comparison. And if you don't catch these things, you become your biggest enemy. Biggest. And you think the illusion and the deception is you're my enemy. No, your enemy is you. You are. It's you. It's you're the issue. It's not this other person. And you can find yourself in so much hatred mm. towards other women mm. when actually the issue is you. Wow. And you keep trying to displace and project these issues onto the people around you. They ain't done nothing. Fam. And worse still, worse if you get to the very, very end of that jealousy spectrum, you become a thief. Oh, And this is where people are- A thief are and a murderer. Go on. This is where, well, some people are out here committing murder. I ain't even gonna lie to you. So, yeah, girl, if you dare, we call the police around here. We work with the Metropolitan. <laughs> we work with the Dirt. Metropolitan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, worse still is you become a thief. You become yes. a thief of joy. You yes. become a thief of tan like tangible things. Yeah. You steal people's boyfriends and men. You steal people's things. You steal people's thunder. You start to become a thief. In plain sight. And a murderer. You murder Thief. people's character. Boy. You murder their destinies. Mm. You try and kill and squeeze the life out of all of their talents and their projects and what they're doing. You go and you slander their Boy. names. You become a gossip. Boy. You, oh, you better talk. You better talk that talk. Sister, there's a lot of I too have suffered from the gossiping spirit. Fam. And one thing I've had to learn to do is just close my Nip mouth. Nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. It does not help you. I know we love a good chin wag, but if the basis of your friendship is the, the defamation of somebody else's character, it is not a friendship. What you have is a hating committee. I think what you need to do is check whether you have anything in common with your so-called friends other than your mutual hatred of somebody else Boy. you consider to be a threat to your joy. Especially if you are not doing the work to actually pursue your own joy, focusing on your own lane with a radical, laser-sharp, self-aware focus. Because one thing we will not do is not be putting in the work to grow our own garden and then accusing somebody of coming into our garden which is more so weeds and tearing apart and completely destroying what we think we have grown oh, or no. what we think we deserve no. when actually our focus the entire time has been on our neighbor's garden absolutely and you'll be excommunicated from the community real quickly <laughs> we don't talk get out <laughs> No, yeah. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Um, and even worse still, becoming a thief, a murderer, but also mm. becoming a bully. A lot of this gossiping, a lot of this talking about people behind their back, it's bullying. So good. It's actually bullying. Because so imagine good. that person hears about the things. Like I've definitely 
experienced. Mm. And it's not nice to know that people who are, especially the two-faced people, right? Who for all intents and purposes, oh my God, congratulations, you're doing great. I'm like, love your stuff, love your stuff. But for all intents and purposes, the moment that you turn your face are defaming your character. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's a fake person. It's a fake. Fake. Damn. I hate it. And it's literally, listen, that says more about your character than Mm, other people. And like we literally, a lot of you may be doing it unintentionally in the sense of you think that it's fine, but you need to nip that gossiping spirit in the bud. Because if there's one thing that's a big killer of female relationships in particular, it's gossip. If you Speak can't on see it, it if you Speak can't say it. it to their face, you should not say it at all. You need to create an environment in your friendship for your friends to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because if you cannot say it to my face, like you rightfully said, don't say it. Don't say it. You need to actually have genuine care. And this is why gossip is so detrimental. Mm. It's never, you never gossip from a place of love. You never gossip from a place of care. Why would I gossip? I can't gossip about you if because I want you to be better. If I want you to be better, I will go and speak to you. So clearly the root of gossip is never having your friend or your sister's best interest at heart. And that's what we always encourage you to do. Have their best interest Mm -hmm. in your heart Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. able to serve them and be a part of whatever journey of glowing and growing that they are actually going Mm. through. When you gossip about them, it is the greatest sign that that is not what's at the root of your friendship or at your heart at all. Girl, I'd be so passionate. My hairband be coming. Girl, I, I, I saw like, it. I said, oh, gosh. I was like, damn, we talking today. Preserve huh? the edges, girl. Preser- bro. I was literally... <laughs> Preserve the, <laughs> the edges. The edges got to stay on because they're about to go. But no, literally, like, we don't tolerate bullying no. here. We don't tolerate... I love that you called here. it bullying because it's so true. Imagine. How Especially would you like, feel? Mean girl clickiness oh, kind of thing. Oh, ghetto. I hate that so much. I hate that so, so much. Because you really don't consider how would the other person feel? How would you feel if people that presented themselves to you as having your best interests, as Mm. constantly supporting you on social media, Mm. were simultaneously having their mouth, then your name in their mouths in like group chats and talking behind your back. It's not nice. It's mean. It's not cute either. Mm. And if somebody feels comfortable bringing somebody's name to you. Say it. And you don't check them and say, go talk to that person in person. You too. You're with them. You're complicit You're in the, the thieving and the murdering. Yeah. Because those that's, listen, a lot of the times you guys have heard the phrase silence is complicity. Yes. Some of you are staying silent whilst many of the people in your company are gossiping, are jealous, are, you know, backbiters. Mm. Good. What is it? Um, Bad company corrupts good character. Don't think that you are the good person in the bunch. There is no honor. There is no great camaraderie around being in a circle of people that are trash or exhibit trash behavior without you feeling as though you can hold them account or call them out. If you're a friend, if you're in a group of friends or if you know somebody that is constantly coming to you and talking about other people and Mm. you haven't checked them, you're just as bad, if not worse. Mm. And this is not us saying like, you can't talk about people in their absence in mm. the sense that like, oh, I was with Renee the other day and she did X, like she did this, not a negative thing. Like we were just talking about X, Y, Z. Mm. It's more so if you're drawing conclusions about a person's character 
in their absence, when they are not there to defend themselves, when they are not there to explain themselves, when they are not there to present their side of the story, you're distorting not only your view of the person, but also the other person you're talking to, Mm -hmm. their view Mm -hmm. of the person. Mm -hmm. How many of us have had this thing happen to us where it's like, oh, I thought you were a a bit of a bitch. Like, I thought you were a bad person. I thought you were. And it's like, why did you think that? Things I've heard about you. And it's like, who the heck, who the hula hey, who were you talking to about me? Or in the sense that somebody's already has preconceived notions and conceptions about you before they even meet you. Why? Because you weren't there to actually present yourself from your own point of view in your authentic being. Somebody has constructed a narrative about you and is spreading that narrative as if that is who you are. And so many people get locked out of opportunities because of that. How many people... I want to work with this person, but I've heard they're a bit like this, you know? And it could be rightfully so. Some of us are trifling, but it's oftentimes because now you heard that through the grapevine Mm. and the grapevine is not a reliable source of information. It's It's called the grapevine. It's the DL for a reason. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like, what do you call it? The metropolitan line. Mm. Like you hear about these things, but you don't really truly. No. (laughs) No. I don't, don't know if I've got on the met line. I deserve, there you go. Shout out to anyone who lives on the met. So if somebody line. says to you, you know, <laughs> I went on the met line. It's, ooh, where were you going? What source? It's like platform nine, nine, nine and three, three quarters. quarters. <laughs> it's like where did you get that information from? Um, but yeah, no, I don't be a part of the gossiping please, circle. Please. Really check yourself. And also, I think one thing, oh, sorry, I keep, loads of things keep coming into mind and I keep interrupting should, you. As they should. I think what's so horrible about the gossiping thing is it has become part and parcel with women mm-hmm. and our friendship mm. groups. Uh-huh. And it has become a huge thing that has characterized the nature yeah. of our friendship. Yeah. Women sit around and they gossip. They talk. They talk. You know, men be gossiping too. They a do. Lot, oh. A lot. But it's not good. And I think that that's why it bugs me so much because it's like people assume, ah, me and my girlfriend's going to sit down and we're just going to chat and, you know, have a good gossip and stuff. It's not good. It's not good. I know it has become so normalized, but it's actually not healthy. You guys are gossiping when you should be thinking about unpacking that trauma that you've been hiding, but you're you should, here. You should be unpacking trauma, sharing knowledge. And I know we're all going to say, well, we can do all of it. The gossiping is not helping you. Then, That's the bit that we're trying to get, we're trying to emphasize. The cut gossiping is not helping you. Cut it out. If you really want to gossip and you really want to have that dramatic chin wag, talk about a series. I find when I was trying to overcome my gossiping problem, which I have been delivered from, I was just like, how about we talk about this show? Because if there's anyone we can defame, it's fictional characters. Yeah, for sure, for there sure. There you go. For sure, for sure. And that is what stories and fictional characters are, are there for. for. They're actually a narrative that's been presented to be dissected there you go. by an audience. There you go. This is real life. People's lives are not up for your dissection. And mm. they were, nobody asked you, in fact. Come on. You were not asked to be the narrator. There you were you not go. asked to be the movie critic. There you go. You weren't, Some of you are not even supporting characters in th- th- these narratives, but yet you're here. And you're injecting yourself into these things. So stop it. Stop the gossiping. Stop the thieving. Stop mm. the murdering. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Oh, Nip that. it in the bud. And if you are, I guess, 
this is completely flipping the um, what do you call it episode uh, structure and whatnot. Okay. I think we should just free flow with okay, it go on, that kind go of on. stuff. If you're a friend or a person that's dealing with jealousy mm. or jealous friends or people that are around you that are susceptible to this, yeah. what do you do? So mm. I am a big fan of making people sit in the discomfort of their foolishness. They better. Come on I now. I think you need to confront them. I don't care if you're not a confrontational person. You go and confront you them will, on this oh, truth. You better open your bag. Open your bag. Your I've mouth, heard everything. you've been speaking about me. Please tell me what you have to say. I want to hear. I want to hear and see people buckle over their own stupidity. I think that it's very interesting when somebody has been talking about you and then you go to talk to them and they have nothing to say. Mm. You have absolutely nothing of value to add to this because you know what you're doing is not helpful. And if you cannot say it to my face, the same way you've been running your mouth about me, it's clear you are not my friend. You do not have my best interest at heart. You are not here to see me flourish. Mm. In fact, you're here to either be a spy on me not the cia or to actively be somebody who will will celebrate with me and my successes but talk about me and use my failures as entertainment and i don't want people like that in my circle i don't want people like that to Mm. be my sisters or to have access to Mm. the to the most vulnerable parts of me because some of my failures are deep some of my my um my traumas, my pains, the things that I am going through, they cut deep. This is real life. I'm not going to give you access to such precious things, to have influence over such precious things if I know you cannot be trusted by mm. it, with them. Mm. And gossiping about me, backbiting me, not actually liking me, yet presenting yourself as one way as if you were a shape-shifting monster, okay, is clear evidence that you cannot be trusted yeah. with my friendship. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Wow. So I, I don't, I don't, I think there, there needs to be, and I think it on your own, you then need to realize we're not friends yeah. or we're not as close as we used to be. And I will welcome in that distance mm-hmm. and I will create, and this is when boundaries really come into yeah. play. I will create those boundaries to now stop you from having access to the places of intimacy that you used to have access to mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you've proven you do not qualify. Oof. You don't have to put it like that, but I think, I think it's that's very, a beautiful way to put it. Personally. I think it's very, it's, it's a very holy drag. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. if you, if you really just sit down and think about it, that's that's the the be all and end all of it you don't Mm. deserve my friendship Mm -hmm. and i and i also don't deserve your friendship yeah because your friendship is horrible it's 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 been horrible to me yeah and i think that that's an important thing to realize when it comes to boundaries boundaries are all about can you prove through your actions and through your behavior Mm. that you actually qualify Mm. to cross into this new uh territory yeah once you also then prove that you do not qualify anymore because it's a consistent thing. You have to go back. And like you see it in um, nation states, right? You can come into, you're qualified to, you know, cross this border and and live in this state. But as soon as you violate these laws, get the hell out. You're not a citizen here anymore. Get get out. And I think that that's that's how you have to view boundaries. Boundaries Mm. are not, like even when we think about nation's borders, they are not walls. They are actually just state lines. You can cross over them but cross over it without qualifying and you'll feel the wrath of the consequences <laughs> you're now a Jail. criminal <laughs> do you get what i mean and so yeah. it's not about walls that people have to break down yeah. it's more so about 
boundaries that people need to qualify to cross. Mm. And I think that that's how you have to also see your friendships. It's two ways. Yeah. Once you then unqualify, you must go back mm-hmm. to where what other external um, territories exist, which aren't so close yeah. to me. Yeah. And that's okay. And I think you have to embrace those seasons of people trying to get close and those, those very hard decisions of tell people access denied. I love that. Yeah. How about yourself? I love that so, so much. Oh, I think you put it excellently. I'm definitely a confronter now. Oh, I'm very much like. Oh, I've told you many times. I will happily be the villain. I don't care. Since you had something to say, I'm going to need you to say it to my face because we're getting old. We're getting older. And we don't have time to be going around the bushes. We don't have time to entertain fake relationships or people that are fake. Yeah. So if you do have something to say about me, I need you to come with that same energy and address it to me. Because the fact that you didn't feel comfortable enough to tell me this Mm. means that we didn't have the level of intimacy that both you or I thought. Spot on. That means for me, being able to confront that Mm. and then now denying formal access to me, I'm literally just fortifying what was already apparent there. The fact that- And this is it. We weren't. This, oh, and I love that you said that because oftentimes people see you saying- you violated a boundary as you violating a boundary. You're now causing the problem. Why are you making it into such an issue? Why are you making it bigger than it needs to be? Why are you confronting me? Because you've already decided to put the dagger in my back. The first move was made by you. I am responding. I'm responding. I'm responding. Checkmate. 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 Um, And I think it's also important here in talking about jealousy. I'm going to address some of you narcissistic babes out there too. Because there are some of you that are confusing accountability as jealousy and you're narcissistic. Oh! Oh! It's narcissistic. No, 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 no. no, Because we've had... Yo, I'm sick and tired of folks being out here saying that, you know, sis is jealous of me. All my friends are jealous of me. All of them? All of them all of them do you really think do you really think and this will come out harsh Mm. but i mean this in the best possible way do you really think that everybody around you is so enamored with you that they're all jealous of you or are you displaying narcissistic traits because you are so consumed with yourself that you find it difficult to conceive that people have other things to do outside of you Oh, Miss Renee. Because I'm... T- no, Courtney, I've seen no. it on social media. I've seen oh. it in real life. This whole, oh, I can't make friends. The sisters that are out here making excuses. Yeah. I can't make friends because my, like, oh God, people are just so obsessed with me and jealous and yeah. they're not supporting me. Really? <laughs> or is it that they have bills to pay? Yes. Things to do. Yes. Places to visit, because you know? Because a lot of people don't want friendships which you have to co-serve people they actually want groupies they want fans and they want people to be obsessed with them listen i'm telling you this whole like influencer culture social media there's so many sisters out here i don't want to it's the the regina george complex boy i don't want to be the one to call you out all of you all of y'all are here there's to witness my greatness that is why you're here don't dare expect anything they from me they call it grandiose narciss- narcissism of the grandiose <laughs> <laughs> of the grandiose level you know this is big picture meta big picture meta, meta. this is meta narcissism so for those of you who are listening to that first segment and thinking oh yeah like my friends are jealous i need to go and redress boundaries you might be mad it might not apply to you 
So again, self. Listen, we're gonna. <laughs> you might be crazy. <laughs> you might just be crazy. Okay, we've talked about you know main character energy and yes. being a main character in your life. That doesn't mean you have to be a main character in everybody else's life. You are supporting character and a main character. Understand the two; they're not mutually they're exclusive. Not mutually and don't exclusive. think that you can only occupy the space of one at a given yes. time. You have to hold multiple roles. The human experience is so complex; Come it's on. too complex for you to be thinking that somebody else is thinking about Come you. On. There's things that people are contending with and dealing with, mm. and because you're so into yourself and you have being so short-sighted and everything else that you look on on social media, the algorithm, everything is affirming that it's all about you. you. Honey. Honey. You. Girl, there's a reason why you can't keep friends. Mm. And that also goes for the people. No one is here for me. No one's ever there for me. Why is no oh, one ever checking in on that's me? A, that's a I'm very going specific through type of so much and no one is... Ca- when was the last oh, you time you, you checked in on your friend? You better. When was the last time you sought to actually you help somebody you through what they were going through? When? When? And a lot of us, we tie ourselves into knots. I'm not going to do it until someone does it with me. If the whole world was like that, we done. would all die. I'm- Humble yourself, please. Humble yourself and begin to serve people in friendship. This is not telling you to become a doormat. What we are saying is make the first move and then view people's responses. There we go. That's it. That's it. Be mature. Grow up. When is somebody going to come and pick me up and, you know, like show me love and And also express that. Don't run yourself oh, into crazy boy. thoughts of no one loves me, no one cares about me, and overthink, especially us overthinkers, overthinkers. out here. Don't overthink into this. Talk, communicate, express. communicate. It's the adult thing, it's the normal, functional thing to do. Hey, Renee, I feel like you weren't here for me during this. I'm going through XYZ. Could you please show up for me in this situation? Do you know what, Courtney? Now that you've expressed that to me, I will do my utmost to do that. I may not be perfect, but now that I'm aware of these things, I will make my utmost absolute damn sure attempt to show up for you. It's that simple. And it's often the simple things that we trip up on. And then the complex things are the ones that bury us. Now we can't get back up because the, the, the foundation, the fortitude was never there. So for those of you that are oh suffering from any form of delusional my narcissism, God. any form. <laughs> so Yo, this so has much. been, listen, so the reason we're taking a much more direct tone mm. with this one is because this is killing the sisters. This is in its various manifestations, the jealousy, the gossip, the backbiting, the narcissism. For communities to function, you need to leave it at the door. Please. Leave it at the door. Please. Because we can't function if these are the things that you are building foundational elements Mm. on. If your character is to be a jealous person, if your character is to be, and I don't want to hear this whole, that's just the way I am. No, it's not. Oh, then go away. Because clearly you've done, and and also you've then decided you don't want to be in relationship. If you want to sit and live with that dysfunction, let that dysfunction be your friend. It is dysfunction. That's it. That's it. You've, everyone has a choice. If this is just how you are, then become one with the fact that you have decided to live a life of isolation. <laughs> or you have decided to live a life like the Tasmanian devil. Oh, decided to actually destroy everything that comes. Yo, that Tasmanian devil, path. every day that 
that uh, what do you call it? Yeah. tornado <laughs> Are you leaving yeah. wreckage everywhere you go? And that's what I mean. You're actually going to leave wreckage Bruh. everywhere you go. Bruh. Spot on. It's actually a mess, you know. Some girls, ladies. It even got dark. <laughs> <laughs> Some of y'all shady. Shady. It even got dark. Even not, not um, what do you call it? Anthropomorphism. That, that word that they love to throw in English literature. Um, all of that jazz. But yeah, no, it's super, super important. And I think, oh, we've talking, talked about jealousy quite mm, a bit. And yeah. I want to actually reel it back a little yeah, bit yeah. from that end of the, the spectrum mm. to dealing with comparison and competition, competition as precursors to that like stage that yeah. a lot of sisters are at. A lot of us are familiar with the whole term comparison is the thief, thief of, joy. of joy. And that is a propellant into jealousy and all the things that we've spoken about mm, already. Mm. Why is comparison the thief of joy in a lot of situations? And how can we go about reclaiming that joy or preventing that joy being stolen in the first place? I love that. I think the term comparison is the thief of joy exists because Mm. comparison shifts your focus. Mm. It makes you prioritize obsessing over other people's lives, analyzing other people's lives, and therefore neglecting Mm. what exists in your own life Mm. you therefore do not have time to nurture what you have be grateful like you mentioned in the dilemma gratitude really is the foundation of ambition if the foundation of your uh, ambition is comparison you end up becoming jealous Mm. and i think that that's one thing you really have to allow yourself to be radical in your focus. Be laser sharp in your focus. My focus is on what do I have? What do I need to tend to? Sure. What do I need to do? How do I need to evolve? Or actually, I'm very happy and satisfied and content. I think one of the biggest things about, I, I guess, Western culture, I will say, is it's never enough nothing you have is ever enough and so as soon as you see somebody who has more your desire becomes for the more Mm. and I think that that can become extremely unhealthy when you never know what it means to be content Mm. and I think that that's one thing that really does create joy it's not that contentment is being without ambition it is actually that I'm so grateful for what I have now. I am so help, ha- um, happy that these are the building blocks that I have. And mm. I will tend to these. I will care for what it is that I have. And the way they naturally, um, and, I, and I will also take care of how they grow. I will also take care of where they grow to. Yeah. And, and in nurturing and stewarding what it is I have. But also, not only am I living for the future, and I'm mindful of that, I'm also very much so putting emphasis on and prioritizing living in the present and living in the now and being what I'm being happy with what I have right now not in comparison or um in lens of what anybody else has or Mm. what other people think I should be happy with or what other people think I should aim for or I should have by now actually I'm just going to sit in the fact that if I were in a bubble looking at everything that I have excluding external voices everything I have in my life right now is to to be honest it's probably the things that I've prayed for it's probably the things I've always wanted and I know my my mind has now shifted to what can I have next but let me be happy with 
a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, the thing that I was praying to have next, I now have. Let me be happy with that for for a good moment before I now aspire to pursue the next thing. Let me be happy with the fact that I can rest here and I can be happy here mm. and I like it here. You know? I love that. Yeah. How about yourself? Man? I love what that, do you think? Courtney. We need to be content. And I think what I really got from what you were saying is this whole idea of contentment and joy being active choices as opposed yes. to destinations oh, or looking exactly. like a thing. Yeah. And I was literally just thinking of the, as we've gone on in like life, in history, mm. part of the reason why some of us are so just unfulfilled and feeling so discontent is because comparison is everywhere we open our phones and we see like when we think of folks that take like social media detoxes they always come back happier because they don't have that lens to look into other people's lives and often think oftentimes the things and people that we compare ourselves to don't even exist to the person that we're comparing ourselves to so you've seen you know the body on instagram you're like i'm gonna do my fitness whatever to look like that she didn't look like that. She got plastic surgery. Or, you know, the car or the, the you know, love, the relationship goals. But you don't know that sis has been dealing with this, um, what do you call it? Promiscuous man for the past 10 years. Struggle love, but it looks beautiful Struggle online. But even if they got it legitimately even if or they they're happy, legitimate. you don't know what tests and trials they had to go to Precisely. through to get it or what hard work that they have been doing. Sometimes the grass is not green or sometimes it's fake. So, Sometimes the grass doesn't exist and it's like, it's funny. And I love what you're saying about resting in moments Mm. because not even in so far as like us being grateful in ourselves. Sometimes you don't realize that you are even the standard to somebody else. Yeah, Somebody is comparing themselves to to you you. and you don't know that. But you're too busy focusing on the next and the next and the next and the next. One day that next will be dead. It will be death. And because you have been living Speak on it. next Speak to next to next to next to next, when you get to that point where there's nothing after that next, you have spent your whole life living in next. Never looking at what was around you. Next. Just running. What's next? Just going. How can I have this? Okay, I want this. I want this. Rest, beloved. <laughs> Honestly. You better shut it smell off. Smell the roses. The Honestly. roses are there to be smelt. And I think... Even though they smell disgusting. Stop it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Um, because we're so busy chasing, 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 mm. you will burn yourself up. In mm. fact, then the speed with which your next after next become death is determined by how much you are pursuing that next. It's so true. How much you are pursuing it's that next. It's so true. Some of you are literally decreasing your lifespan, chasing after things because you don't want to live in moments and, and the present time where you have literally spent a season breaking your back to get there. <sighs> Ungrateful Honestly, all the time. And that's what I was literally about to say, the lack of gratitude to just be able to stand in what it is you have mm. and think, I'm just going to enjoy this, right? Some people don't have what you we, have. we always say, later once i hit this milestone once i hit that milestone once i have kids once i get married once i have buy the house once i did once i hit a mill then i'll just take the holiday because then i can afford it you can afford it now you're just denying it and you're just denying yourself and sometimes you'll live next 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 and it might not even be death that's next but yes. then it's before yes oh i should have lived in the before listen when i was younger where when like 
part of the agile. reason why I really prioritize feeling comfortable and confident in who I am right, right now, now is I don't want to get to a certain stage in my life where I'm thinking about, oh, I was actually at my prime and my peak here, but I didn't feel like it at the time. Mm. Or I wish I could go back to 25. I wish I could go back to 30. But you're here now. And yet when you were 25 and 30, you spent most of that time despising that and trying to run away from that because you didn't think you you were where you needed to be. But you're here now. But you were right where you needed to be. And And you are right where you need to be. I think one thing that even uh, sparked up in my mind when you were talking about the like, the grass, um, the grass isn't always green on the other side. Sometimes it's fake. I think it's also... Don't even be concerned whether it's fake or it's real. The reason why your grass is brown, let's address that. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much concern. No, but Renee, there's so much. Have you seen brown grass? Exactly. There is so much concern as to whether the person on the other side of the fence has good, good, fake grass, healthy grass flowers whatever your grass is brown and you need to address that that should be your have concern. you seen brown that's grass? exactly that Bro. is the time that is the, the time you're oh, spending looking at other people and dissecting what other people are going through spend time looking at your own grass Bro. because if you did take time to look at your own grass you'll realize it was dead it's weird it's it's, it's been choked it's out weed. and i think that that's something that like really needs to be emphasized the things you see on social media, we've established it so many times, it's yeah. an illusion. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you don't know what other people are doing. Mm. And actually, you shouldn't care. Absolutely. I think we spend way too much time preoccupied and caring about other people. You shouldn't care. Like, you really should be paying more attention to what mm-hmm. it is that you are doing, mm-hmm. what it is you are not doing sometimes, um, and how you can get better in pursuing more for yourself Mm. rather than trying to discredit other people because that's the jealousy right you're discrediting other people oh hers is fake anyway hers like what we were talking about in the bad attitude or what i was talking about in the bad attitude video yeah Mm -hmm. oh her house is not that big anyway you don't have a house (gasps) you live in a bungalow a bungalow is still a house though <laughs> you know what be quite nice you though. You know when I think bungalow, I yeah. think of do you know um SpongeBob SquarePants? Oh you know, Pat, you know, Pat, no 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 no, no. You know Patrick's house <laughs> <laughs> what? under a rock. <laughs> you live under a rock. But he was a starfish, so it makes sense. I know, but still I get you though. No, but rock. you don't you don't have a house, right? And instead of you to focus on <laughs> How do I get the house that is big enough, that is of my dreams and my standards? You're here criticizing the fact that somebody else hasn't attained your goal. You haven't attained your goal, You're beloved. Not even close. You You're haven't even, even made the first step. Dare further along in your race than you are in your race. And that is oh, it's literally it's the madness, yeah, of standing at the starting line. The is it the umpire who blows yeah, the thing? Yeah, I think so. Them saying, and on your marks, ready, set, go. And instead, you've decided I'm going to stand here at the starting line and look at how everyone else is running. Um, in fact, you've gone to sit with the umpire. The umpire's looking at you like, aren't you meant to be running this race? And you're like, no, I want to judge with you. That's not your place, beloved. You're meant to be running towards you've this got, finishing line. We have, we have worked. <laughs> now you've lost. 
we have work to do. Now you've lost. And I think, and then you sit in that feeling of loss and you get depressed and you get upset at the fact that you feel like everyone else is ahead of you mm-hmm. when you're not running. Mm. And actually you also haven't decided that this is a season where you're going to rest because one thing you do in a time of judgment is you're not resting. You're actually so preoccupied. You're not resting productively. You're instead preoccupied with observing other people, judging other people, critiquing other people when you're actually not qualified to critique other oh, people. And now you are still exhausted after you've taken your annual leave. You're still exhausted after you've gone on holiday because your holiday was spent scrolling through. One thing you can't leave in uh, another country in your hometown is your bad attitude. You're going to take it with you wherever you go. And if you don't deal, like you're saying, we have a lot of work to do. If you don't do that work, you're going to be carrying these things with you everywhere you go. For sure. No circumstance, no job. No relationship, no friend is going to be able to change the fact that you are dealing with the demons of competition, comparison, and jealousy. No, no one is going to love you out of that. You have to decide, I, it ends here. I'm going to focus on me and do the internal work to confront why I have fallen into these traps to confront because it may be from rightful places. Maybe you were bullied and now you see power in the fact that now your voice can assassinate other people's character. Now, you know, and and that's a really real thing. For sure. Maybe you were the person who was, who grew up with the overly critical mother and now you're looking at your siblings and being the overcritical sibling or you're being the overcritical friend because now you can sit in that seat of power Mm. it doesn't mean it's healthy just because it now feels like "Ah, i finally got in the power that was so robbed of me it doesn't mean it's healthy and actually you're hurting other people the same way you were hurt you need to heal from that no one can love you out of that no one can pamper your ego out of that Mm. Mm -hmm. wow um that felt like it was a deliverance <laughs> I, I felt deliberate <laughs> i felt delivered with a t on the end delivered <laughs> um wow we really be dealing with a lot of issues in the female communities especially <sighs> right like it's just listen and you know what it's it's oh. silly for us to think like and and this is what i mean no matter how good of a person you are mm-hmm. you can still be suffering from this yeah. let's go into the good holy book this isn't me preaching this is just me talking i about mean if you need to preach way. then you know let's you go to, to the good holy book of the bible mm. what is one of the first sins the grievous sins that we see displayed to us about humanity a murder one brother, a man kills his brother, mm. has his blood on his hands Bruh. because of jealousy. Pure jealousy. I will kill you. It's one of the things that intrinsically humans, we can easily fall into if we do not do this work. Yeah. Don't assume, well, I'm a good person. It could be lying dormant inside of you. And also you should do the work to make sure it doesn't arise inside of you in making sure that you have, because sometimes these things you have, you, you haven't fallen into comparison because the right subject hasn't come along. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you haven't fallen into comparison because you're not in the right arena yet Mm. but until you train your character to deal with these things so that when the arena when you do enter into that arena when the right when that subject does come you pass that test Mm. training must happen before in the absence of the test and i feel like that's where people like that's why i'm saying you may be looking at your life, okay, I'm not a jealous person, but still inspect and do the work to make sure, listen, prevention is better sure. than cure. For sure, for sure. Oh, I love that. That's such a great analogy. Many of us are waiting for the test to train. The training happens before the test. The training and the practice happens before the race. Oh, God. And then we're wondering why we failed the test. Well, damn, you ain't never revised, beloved. And you're wondering also why you keep going through the same sequence of training. Mm. You keep having the same outcome in your friendships. Mm. You keep having the same outcome in your relationships Mm. because you keep failing your test. You need to go back to that same class. You need to keep doing it over and over and over and over until you get it right. Every single one of your friendships keep failing in the same way. Mm. And you think it's the people that are being sent to you. It's you. You're the issue. Oh my God. There are, there's work that you need to do. And this isn't to say people didn't hurt you. This isn't to say people were of bad bad character towards you. But what it is saying is there's something in you that cannot deal with this test. There's something in you that cannot deal with this circumstance that keeps happening in your Mm. life. This situation that keeps, um, this opportunity that keeps presenting itself to you. You can't show up in the way you need to. Yeah. How do you best prepare? What is the hard pill you're struggling to swallow? Is it that actually I need to look in the mirror and really be honest with myself and tell myself you're insecure? Do I need to sit down and tell myself that thing your mother said to you cut you deeper than you thought it did? Mm. That relationship that broke, the fact that he cheated on you with that girl, it hurt you more than you think it did. Just because you've jumped into another relationship, you didn't heal. You need to actually confront yourself and be honest with yourself and say, there's a truth here that I'm trying not to confront that I need to confront. There's a healing here that I need to do that Mm. I have not done and I've been avoiding. And it's now impeding my ability to progress. You have to sit with that reality and then choose to do that work. If not, unfortunately, what can happen is our portion is what? Cycles. Listen, heartbreak. And it's funny because it makes me think of when you get your heart broken, oftentimes if you don't deal with it, you leave shards of glass everywhere you're going. And now somebody else steps into that and they get their heart broken. And Blood the cycle, re- man. And then the last thing that it, it made me think about was um, this whole saying of like, you know, people either enter your lives as blessings or as curses. Many of us are so busy trying to figure out who's a blessing and who's a curse, not realizing that in some situations you are a curse. Was it you that was sent to break somebody? Was it you? Yeah. And and your inability to commit to doing this work or your decision that you're not going to commit to do this work is stopping you from being a blessing. You're going to be a wrecking ball. Literally. And there's so much potential, sis, for you to be a blessing in somebody else's life and in your own life. 
Could it, and it's like the energy with which you are putting towards jealousy, competition, comparison. Imagine using that to good. Imagine how you could impact somebody's life. Maybe somebody was looking to you to mentor them or be mm. a friend to them or be a sister to them. But instead of offering them the support that you, they needed, you became the obstacle, you became the hurdle, you became the very thing that actually prevents them so from getting good. from A to B. So good. Some people are looking towards you to be a blessing, but instead you have chosen to present yourself as a curse. And it's probably because you think being a blessing to them only benefits them. Mm. Being a blessing to someone benefits you so much. The sense of fulfillment, the sense of have listen. When you give, you actually feel so good. So good. So even though you've lost something, it's not even really a loss. It's not. You've gained something. And I think sitting and accepting that truth helps you to understand life really isn't just about being served. Yeah. It's about serving. For sure. For sure. And I guess to quickly wrap up. Yeah. In terms of, we've, we've dealt with some hefty stuff here. We I can have. feel the, uh, you know... <laughs> The weeks um, <laughs> of that mighty meaty pizza. In terms of having the little, you know, the no, little, you're making me hungry. You know that day we were talking about Five Guys. I really had Five I Guys in it. Really, day. I'm yeah. screaming. You know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about those cinnamon bites. You know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the ones you get from like Domino's after, or from like Auntie Annie's at like Stratford Ooh. and stuff like that. Yeah. So to wrap up with some cinnamon bites <laughs> at the end, a little dessert. Dessert. I don't know what it is, but you always have room for dessert. Facts. No matter how full you are, Facts. something sweet must enter. hundred percent. God liberate us from the curse. Of I don't want liberation. Sweet. No, but I like home. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want liberation. Even for my breakfast, I'll have something savory and something yeah. sweet. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, same. I don't want liberation. I like that. We like the bondage of uh, sweet, sweet tooth. I like it. I do have a sweet tooth. Any, we digress. Um, <laughs> the cinnamon bites to end and conclude mm. this meal. What are some practical ways that women can overcome jealousy, mm. comparison, competition? Mm. Oh, wow. I think we've given an example. If someone is being jealous around you or toxic around you, the only thing you can do is confront and then um, lay some boundaries. Yeah. Um, and then kind of change your contact, your conduct accordingly. Yeah. I think if you are a jealous person, though, um, realize what the root of this is is it a fear is Mm. it an insecurity is it um a feeling of lack and scarcity yeah is it a feeling of failure and disappointment what is it what is making you think other people have either taken from you or are are impeding you from actually becoming happy and fulfilled and content or reaching whatever goal you may have um i think in terms of dealing with comparison it's a tricky one because it's a mindset that is trained. Yeah, the more yeah. you do it subconsciously, I mean, the more you you do it, it becomes subconscious and you do it all the time. I think the biggest thing to do is like you gave with that example of like social media detox. I know it's like one of many things you could do, but switch off yeah. for a bit. Oh, yeah. Take a step back and really take time to not have an image to compare yourself to. And just assess the one image that you do have, which is you in your present moment right now. Um, So take that time to really do like a self-assessment. Have, I guess, questions to ask yourself, like, do I compare myself to other people? Do I think I am 
inferior to someone in my life presently. And it's it's not just people you see on social media. It could be your best friend. It could be Mm. your friend. It could be your sister. It could be whoever it is. It could be a family member, whoever. Do I consider this person to be better than me? Mm. Do I consider them to be um, more superior to me in in any way, shape or form? And why? Mm. Um, Is it, is the root of this an insecurity? Is there something in myself that I want to get better at or strengthen or fall in love with more, Mm. you know? Also, is what I'm seeing in them that is making me uncomfortable, something that should actually inspire me? Because for example, a lot of women can be upset by women who are extremely confident and they can start to kind of backbite and do the whole how dare she who do you think you are kind of thing but actually you should be inspired by that confidence Mm. you know that whole like how dare you be so confident actually it could be because it's something you actually deeply desire to be and you've just never been accepting of your body accepting of the way you look accepting of um your lot in life the same way they have become accepting of who they are draw from that confidence actually and admire it rather than despise it Mm. i think that those those are kind of practical things you can sit down and think about as you guys know i'm all about self-awareness so i'd rather just sit down and really deep like i think everyone has that conscious their conscience inside of them that lets them know where things are coming from Mm -hmm. and i think hopefully all we all i can really hope and we can really hope is that this podcast can kind of give you the language of what it you should kind of put kind of language to what you're feeling yeah 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 how about yourself though because I, I, I know you give real good practical I'm tips screaming. so drop some gems for the system i'm screaming something quick some light some cinnamon bites did you see that rap rap mcrk testing one two three <laughs> testing testing <laughs> testing one two three you can buy my album um, i'll put it at the back of the auditorium okay i'll stop oh <laughs> not at the back of the auditorium on your way out support the ministry, yeah, support the ministry. <laughs> i got some i got some cds in the back um thank you thank you sister chef thank you. Um, <laughs> sister was at the back <laughs> Me. Hello. And then you know when the camera pans. We also have a card reader. Stop if it. You, <laughs> if you do not hold cash, <laughs> if you want to pay by PayPal, the link will be, okay. <laughs> it'll be on the it'll screen. Be on the screen. Oh, oh, please Boy. give a love offering. <laughs> anyway, we digress. On. We digress. But no, I love the tips that you gave. Um, yeah, literally, as you were going through them, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one thing that I would add yeah. is. If you are like actively dealing with it in the moment or in a particular Mm. time, ask yourself, is the prize worth the means? Because Mm. sometimes we've identified a prize and we think that because it's so valuable, we're willing to do anything Mm. or willing to do what you think it takes to get there. Mm. Analyze, is that the only means to get there? Is the only means to get a perceived, loving, um, handsome spouse to take it from your friend mm. or maybe you should just go dating mm. does the means is the method justified with the prize yeah. is it really yeah. um the six-figure business do you really have to cut down somebody else's business to make money or should you That's just so go good. and invest in that training course you've been avoiding for a year <laughs> skillshare Sk- <laughs> hello so really Sponsor analyze the, the prize that you perceive 
does the means and the method justify it? Mm. At what cost? Because these things cost you and weigh up the costs. Like I know I we've been making that. a lot of like biblical references in this um, episode, but even this whole idea of counting the cost mm. is such a like core tenant of our faith. Does the, is the cost, is it worth it? Mm. Is it worth losing your friend? Mm. Is it worth losing somebody that could potentially add inspiration and benefit yes. to your life? Is it worth losing your, your integrity? Your integrity, your soul? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because the work that you have to do in order to reinstate your character, the way that you feel about yourself, is it worth it? Yes, you, um, you know, attacking somebody or being jealous of someone from a place of insecurity, is that going to make you feel more secure? What does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Absolutely. <sighs> Count the costs and understand that for certain prizes, there are other ways. Mm. There are mu- there are much better, more efficient and more genuinely good ways to get the things you perceive Honestly. and it doesn't have to cost you your integrity or so your character good. so really highlight the things that you desire yeah. and think about the more uh or rather less insidious ways mm. that you can actually actively get them yeah. is one thing that i would say with dealing um with jealousy comparison mm. all that kind of stuff and again in addition to you shut off the world shut off take some time to be alone yes. we are so afraid of being alone but oftentimes if you can sit with yourself and be comfortable with yourself without external voices mm. and decide who you want to be mm. then it makes it easier to navigate all of these things when we think about something like social media it's real but it's not yeah these things you see are not real they are representations at a particular moment mm. at a particular time so these happy these moments of happiness these prizes consider the longevity of them yeah do you think that this person that's presented as happy all the time is like that all the Mm. time be realistic realistic. and understand that sometimes your romanticization of certain prizes is keeping you down and stagnated (laughs) say it again you're being stagnated you're being held back by your own conception of the prize of your own conception of the things that you desire so really really think about even the images that you are comparing yourself to, are they realistic? Mm. Does it make sense? Why am I feeling this? Does way? it even align with your own goals? Do you get what I mean? Does it make sense? Because some of the things you're comparing yourself to, and this, like, we love to say deep work. Da, 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 yeah, it is yeah. deep because oh. this goes to your very psyche. Yeah. Does it make sense for you to compare yourself to this person, to that thing, to get there, to get, does that actually make sense? Honestly. Some of it doesn't. It- <laughs> And we listen as, lo- as much as it is banter sometimes when someone tells you you're crazy, you might be crazy. You might be crazy. And use reference points, real life reference points. Mm. Sometimes there's things that I desire. I'll be like, Courtney, does this make sense? Does this make sense? And sis knows me well enough and has invested in our relationship enough to be either tell me, Renee, this makes sense. Yeah. I'll support you. Or Renee, you might want to consider. <laughs> You might want to reconsider. Here's, yeah. Let me present this argument to yeah. you. Because sometimes you also need um, genuine, positive external um, soundboards. Yeah. In- inspect and your soundboards. Some of your counsel is not counseling. <laughs> Some of them are following you recklessly to destruction. You are with fans and no friends. This is all. <laughs> and I love the fact that you even said friends... Um, look fans. at me, I'm getting too excited. Okay. Fans <laughs> and groupies versus friends. 
Do you have groupies or do you have friends? Do you have fans or do you Surrounded have friends? Surrounded by people, please. And they're are you scared of you? Fam, or they're you, leeching hmm. off of you? Are you desiring fans or are you desiring mm. friendship? Because sometimes we can be the people that um, facilitate these kinds yes. of relationships. And are you giving your friends room to criticize you? Precisely. And it's not, it's not a soul shattering criticism. It's, it's just like you said, let me present a case because I actually do have your best interest at heart. I know your goals. I know where you're trying to get to. Absolutely. And I think you're veering off a little bit. A Let's little just bit. snap you a bit. Get back onto just the so path. You need, sometimes you need people when you're veering off the lane that you're mm. going on. You need people to hit you back. You yeah. remember like when just you play, a little knock. No, when you play like Pac-Man or something like yeah, that and you hit the, the wall. It's like, yeah, come on, get yourself realign. back in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and this is going on entirely too long, but it Go also on. makes me think of, um, I was listening to another like, podcast or sermon mm. that was talking about the importance again biblical reference mm. iron sharpening iron right are you hanging around with blocks of wood or are you a block of wood when you are a piece of iron hanging around with a block of wood you will never get sharper in fact you will get you dull will until you resemble dull. a block of wood. you will become dull and you will even damage those blocks of wood in the attempt to sharpen Drop. it you will leave dents and then if we think about it in reverse, where you are a block of wood mm. amongst iron, now it's you that is going to be damaged because yeah. you're not able to reciprocate the process of sharpening. Yeah. The only thing you can do is to become dull. Yeah. So do not be a block of wood in other people's lives, but simultaneously do not allow yourself to hang around with predominantly blocks of wood. Yes, That's why, listen, glowing and growing means so much more than just, you know, Wearing pink and <laughs> not wearing, wearing the, pink. The matching pants, wearing the matching pants, suits, and you know, edges laid. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Lemon water, cucumber. Yeah. It means more. <laughs> You're actually so funny. Say cucumber, cucumber. <laughs> Putting quarter balls on Instagram, saving, yeah. becoming yeah. main character, and it's more than that. Yeah. It's more than that. It's about inspecting what mm. you are doing with the people closest to you. Mm. Can they hold you accountable? Can they grow you? Can they help you? And can you reciprocate? Mm. Can you reciprocate? Oh, Miss Renee. Miss Courtney. How blessed I am to have your wisdom. Dude. I, like, as, as Dude. a friend, you're amazing. Dude, likewise. Listen, confront the ugliness, sis. You've got to. Confront the hug- ugliness. Shab, but we have nattered on for quite some time. We've and... been here with you guys Dude, but have you ever heard what <laughs> you know bear in the big blue house yeah fa- faintly though yeah goodbye goodbye good friends goodbye goodbye it's time to go but hey i say well that's okay Thank you for listening to the Two My Sisters <laughs> podcast. We really hope that this episode blessed you. But that's where the um, moon goes. Cause it's feeling too soon, I know. Very soon, I know. And then they take it up an octave. Good. When I tell you, my, my childhood wasn't like most people. <laughs> Courtney, you know what we need for you? We need like an album oh. of just like. But you, I did watch stuff. Music. You just bring up stuff that I don't know. Dude, and it's honest. always on camera. Because <laughs> when it's not on camera, I know them. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> but to be fair, I couldn't. When I was a kid, I loved all them cartoons. And I stuff. hear that. I, I, hear was, that. I didn't really. Boy, I loved them. All. I didn't really watch stuff like that. 
boy, listen, when I have kids, I'm gonna be sitting there with those, yeah. those cartoons and stuff. Yeah. Anywho, anywho. <laughs> Back to the matter. Open and close. Open close. And we got a close. Yeah. Let us know what you have to think about these topics, sis. What has been killing the sisters in your eyes and <laughs> on your end? Have you been the jealous friend? Mm. Have you compared yourself before? Have you been in competition unnecessarily mm. in one lane when there's multiple ones? Multiple ones. Or have you experienced what it's like to be a lion amongst vultures? I like that. I was thinking Lion King with that one. Amongst hyenas. Yeah, hyenas. Roar. <laughs> close the podcast. Close it, close it, close it. Not roar. roar. <laughs> but if that... <laughs> <laughs> if that enthralled you if that piqued your interest as always drop it like it's hot in the comments below and of course if you would like to come and say hi to us on instagram at see my sisterhood and of course personally the lovely the delightful the lady wearing the royal blue in today's episode at cd Boateng, and of course myself at Woo! and you can always go and cause a ruckus over on the timeline on your ruckus. twitter same handle at to my sisterhood come on use the hashtag to my sisters and of course you can share the podcast spread the sisterhood we are growing and you will help us be able to serve you better yeah man by growing us come on man. sharing us and if you want to weed out some of your jealous friends or what oh. you don't know how to say it you should send this stuff. send it we'll say it for you yeah we will say it we'll for, say you. for you but sis we hope that this episode has blessed you we hope you have an amazing amazing week Yes, definitely check out all the episodes of TMS Plus that will be coming out this week on Wednesday and Friday. We love you. We know that this was deep. We know it was a lot, but we know that you're going to do this work and you're going to get through it, okay? So we will talk to you very, very soon. And as always, every day, keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com